we're watching Tom Brady do things that we would never think someone in their mid thirties could still do. Let he alone also has someone. a witch for a wife. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm not being disrespectful oh, by calling her that. I, she calls herself that. This is Welcome to YKK75 the 3. No, actually, but uh, welcome everybody back to episode 13, uh, Beyond the Bleachers. Glad to be back. Y'all thought we was done. <laughs> we still here. All right. So put some respect on our name, Tria, y'all. So I'm joined back uh, myself, Tendo Bossa, and I'm here with the illustrious Moses Waldo. Moses, how are you doing, man? Good, man. I feel like I've been on a bender, but really, it's just a lot of work and crazy hours. Maybe it's a bender. Hours. Who knows? We'll leave it, it to the imagination of the either listener, viewer, or both. You make the decision. Absolutely. This is, this is like, this is like uh, what is this? The Black Mirror Bandersnatch. You guys decide how this episode goes, but you got to engage. <laughs> we need new metrics. Nah, I know, like, been kind of crazy as well, busy working, um, but also trying to find that time, get in here and uh, give you guys that sweet, sweet sports content you've been, you've been vying for all week, and uh, and we got a bit more into this, this week, actually, you know, a lot of stuff has been happening in and around sports, you know, um, Regardless of, of how things are going within, you could say, conventional sporting world, been a very interesting week, wouldn't you say, Moses? It has. You know, a lot of things are starting to ramp up uh, when it comes to uh, athletics. So we, we've seen that around. Baseball's uh, had a few exhibition games go on as they kick off on Friday. Should be very interesting to see how things turn out. MLS teams were dropping out the first week or, you know, just beforehand. So it kind of actually worked out in MLS's favor as uh, they start winding down and getting into the round of 16. So it's, yeah, man, we're in a, we're in a time where, you know, things are uh, starting to happen and we are seeing sports, albeit still a little bit weird in North America, considering there are no fans, but it's one of those steps. It's just a step forward to make sure that these seasons get through. Yeah, no, for sure. It's like they, uh, they it's going to be a little bit of a slow on the, slow uptick, but I could see like MLS is back is sort of getting really, the steam's rolling, you know, watching better and better uh, games, at least. It's been tiding me over uh, compared to, like, I guess, the nothingness of the last few months. Um, I would say the Premier League still kind of is, you know, the one, the most excitement that I'm, I'm finding of all the sports at the moment. Just because, number one, the scheduling, they got really good. Um I, to be perfectly honest, for as much as it's been really crappy for uh, all the, 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 the waiting we've done, Moses, would you agree that being able to watch a game, like, twice a week has been some of the best, like, I've enjoyed it. I know just the fact that it comes on at, like, 12 midday or 1 or whatever, but that's not too bad. That's a good lunch hour, and uh, you can sneak in a little bit of a game, 
you know, uh, for the day. It's been, I've been enjoying myself. Yeah, they did you a great know. job, especially even La Liga, because you know you didn't, you kind, you got rid of your cup tournament, so there was no yeah. FA Cup, there was no Copa del Rey, no. so you know you're like you finish out the games and have these guys play every five days, so you yeah. have games spread out throughout the week and gradually mm-hmm. kind of wound down, and we just saw that wrap up with La Liga, and we're starting to see that with the the Premiership a little bit, although they do have the FA Cup, but I'll have to say this, congratulations out of all the things that they might not get the they, they, I don't even know if they'll ever get Listen. the Premier League for a while. Whoa, but hey, at whoa, least whoa, you will whoa, get whoa, the FA whoa, Cup. Hey, 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 hey! This is not this is not a a mud a mud slinging match here, sir. You know etiquette. <laughs> of course, of course, we'll win the league. You know, in my lifetime. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. At. That's what I'm getting. At. Arteta is not going to be the guy who's going to get the job. Though. You don't think so? You don't think no. he's got the the, the no, chops no, for no. it? No, well, he's a young manager. Uh, mm-hmm. That's there's a difference, but no, he's he doesn't have that it factor for a young you, manager. If you brought I, in a guy like a Pochettino, oh, like, here we go. Okay, I would yeah. consider that. No, 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 no. I see what it is. You know, you can never have, you can't have it both ways. You're either a mediocre player and an incredible coach, or a very good player and a mediocre coach. It's very except, hard to find except, that. Except, except you're Zidane. Oh, yeah. Zidane is... Zidane just killed it in, yeah. in Madrid and he won another trophy. I think Zidane showed his understanding of the game through coaching. I think what we saw the most of is how he navigated the game when he was a player. And why it put him at that level. I, I firmly believe he was able to under... I mean, the man could pass you know, pick passes out, uh, set up goals, create chances out of thin air. And he's, I agree with that, but very few guys can do that. I mean, I guess you're only looking at, you know, likes of Zidane, like you had said, um, I guess, uh, who else? Poch, maybe. That was such an, I've seen guys who've been great. It's still early because he hasn't won any trophies, but he's done an amazing job with Chelsea for sure. Yes, yeah, for sure. Would you still like, con- would you still consider um Pep Guardiola a young coach or is he middle aged at this point? Oh no, he no, no. He's, he's, he's been he's no, he's part of that. Yeah, he's 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 been up there, right? I think fair. well, that's fair. To, to the point where when you look at his coaching tree or his managerial tree, yeah. Arteta came from there, right? Yeah. No, for sure. So he's, he's, he's part underlay. of that tree. Yeah, for sure. So I think and that's uh, that's something to, uh, and, to think uh, when you have that going for you. You you have checkmate, <laughs> yeah, Pep. Checkmate. I, I'll say this: Pep was not a bad player. No, like, I don't that's know if he was. The thing. He wasn't a, he was a pretty good player. The, the difference he was played for Barcelona. The difference, is, the difference is he wasn't a superstar. No, but he played he, for he Barcelona. He wasn't this elite superstar. No, 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 yeah, and he won them their first ever Champions League trophy. So I mean, yeah, with hair. Yeah, exactly. He had hair. Listen, a long time on. Don't don't ever don't ever <laughs> you know shortchange the guy, you know. No, Pep is the, Pep's full, the man for sure. But head. yeah, you're right. There are guys who have like been mediocre. I think like Sir Alex Ferguson is another guy who well, mediocre. Um, they said he was. A, they said he was better at shoe cobbling than at playing <laughs> football. That's what I I read somewhere. So there's and hope for everybody. There's hope for everyone. I mean, Tendo, I, you're going to be the next manager of ah, Arsenal. You wow. know what? Okay, that's a slight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 
to who? Arsenal or you? At my at my at my physical my playing skills. You're saying I'm not. You're saying I'm not competent. I'm not capable. Come on, when you yeah. want like, look it for what it's worth. Like yeah, that's G. true. That's true. And I mean, if there's a vacancy there, especially for Arsenal, give it. Come on, I'm. It's how hard is it to just fire people? How hard is it? Because that's the problem. He doesn't. Need it's to. it's much easier than loosening the purse strings at Arsenal. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Yeah. Or, yeah. or, Letting no, you're, you're, is easier than you're replacing over, people. Or overpaying for players, uh, even though they, even though they, they were great talents elsewhere. Just when you look at what your goal to dollar ratio, it's, no, it's, not it, it's funny because you would almost think that, um, that we didn't have a World Cup winner on our team. It's crazy. It's crazy to think <laughs> a guy who's won the, the most auspicious. Um, trophy in I think all sports we could arguably say can't crack the first team that's that's Moses that is where I uh, that's my reality right now but you're in the FA Cup final ah but I'm in the FA Cup final boy doesn't feel good let me tell you especially after today's game a 1-0 loss to Aston Villa really sucks you in the throat Really gives you a, a nice little tap to tell you, to bring you back down to earth, you know, to tell you that, no, 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 you know, don't, you, you, we can just snap back to the Emery days like that if you want. <laughs> you guys are one win away from actually winning the Europa League. Yeah, okay, we don't need to get into that. And I mean, this is going against. <laughs> it's, uh, it's and funny. this is going. This is technically a rematch. This is against. We are. We are going to go against Chelsea. Uh, after Chelsea walloped Man United, thank you for that, Chelsea. I appreciate it. But yeah, because of that, um, my mentions have been very, very, uh, very interesting. A lot of Chelsea fans um, already self congratulating themselves. Uh, and and thanking me for giving them another trophy, you know they said thank you. You know, uh, I guess the final was against Man United because we're definitely going to beat you for the FA Cup. And I I don't take that too kindly, you know. Uh, they did say that of course we are a dangerous beast when it comes to the FA Cup, Moses. If you haven't realized, I think in the, within the last five six years. Arsenal won it at least 60% of the time. There's a good chance we're going to win that trophy. Our hands get close to it pretty often. Uh, so don't you ever worry about that. The problem is we had, um, we had Rambo on our team, and that is, that is the difference maker right there. That's the difference maker right there. He's all the way in, all the way in Italy, you know, enjoying himself. Where Where's Juventus? Like, is it in a place with Juventus? Turin. Turin. Turin? Turin. Yeah. Enjoying himself. Enjoying himself in Turin. On that those those Euros, man. <sighs> Hanging out with the likes of a team that has Ronaldo's you know, on your team. Dabala. You look at there's a star there's a star studded team on that. Incredible team. Juve. Incredible team. I don't think he for a second misses Arsenal. And I think that breaks my heart the most. That breaks my heart the most, Moses. But other than that, you know, a lot of other things happening as well. I wanted to get into one or two discussions here. So we were also, there's also a lot happening with the NBA. Now, the NBA is having issues with the uh, snitch hotline. If you, uh, if yeah. any of you have uh, 
are aware that the snitch hotline is going. It's going. And there's two sides of this debate. You know, some people saying it's important because for the greater cause, we're looking to, you know, main, um, keep COVID away from the players as well as like the, the staff surrounding them and, and make sure that's the safest um, sort of environment for the athletes. Uh, and also providing that sense of entertainment for us, right? So it's important to keep these um, things strict and, and make sure everyone's held accountable. But on the other hand, and what it's starting to look like, Moses, and I don't know, you, I want to hear what you think on this, is it's looking like it's, it's a way in which to rattle the feathers of some of these teams and uh, rack, up, rack up some infractions, you know, get them... Get them um, starting behind the line, you know, before even the the, the race starts. Because if you're busy uh, getting your your swab your your throat swab because people keep saying that you're um, sort of evading or, or or not complying with the isolation or self distancing laws or rules that they have set up, you're less likely to be focused on the actual game, you know. You're going to be concerned about getting the Q-tip in your nose and doing that. And if you do test positive, now you have to sit back in your hotel room for the next two weeks. And then if it's not that bad, just, you know, next three days and then you're back to it. But you have to get back into the zone. So it's going to be a lot of stop starting, right? And it's easier now because they're still in their rooms. Everyone's having fun. It feels like it looks like we're just watching a summer vacation. We're watching the real world Orlando. It's basically we're watching the NBA edition, right? Where everyone's on live. Everyone's enjoying themselves. But trust me, right, Moses? You, you're going to start to see as the games start, literally August 1st, if the hotline is still running, it's a different story. The Players are going to miss out on, on practice. Players are going to miss, miss out on team meetings. Players are going to miss out on, you know, those things build up. And those things can affect how a team can perform. Easy Skype or Zoom or something <laughs> like that. Easy. That's all you got to do. Someone's in quarantine. All right. You Zoom them in and then they get up to speed. Yeah. The only thing is being with the players. I have no problem with this because I think the players do have to understand that, hey, you're in this bubble for a reason. Yeah. Uh, it's not just like these people are kept, in, you know, from doing their job. Yeah. You know, they're, they're professional athletes. They're professional basketball players. They are going to go out there and play. And, and I'm not just saying, hey, for our entertainment or go out there and, and because we said so and we want to see something. I think, you know, these guys want to do the same thing, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, it's funny. I bet you the most the, 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 the person who's been phoning that place the most is LeBron. Oh, I'm thinking sure. LeBron would be hands down. Hey, man. He's like, I saw CP3 do this. <laughs> yeah. I saw, and vice versa. Yeah, I saw Carmelo do this. Oh, I for saw, sure. Who, okay, who's like, who, hold on. Who are we playing? Yeah. Kyle Lowry did this. You know, yeah. like... He's going to go I, off. I, and that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I want to know the degree of um, anonymous calls that are going to be placed on Kyle Lowry and Siakam and Fred Van Vliet coming up to the, get as we get closer, you know, how many, yeah. how many, how many Siakam complaints are we going to get, you know, by, and, and, yeah. and then if, if we, if we were privileged enough to, to get the recording, to you know, yeah, exactly. like, Oh, uh, hey, um, yeah, my name's, 
Big Brown, bro. I mean, my name's, uh, man, listen, I'm Akron Hero 23. I mean, my name, okay, listen. Jabron um, Lames. Jabron Lames. <laughs> yeah, Jabron Lames. <laughs> my, name, <laughs> my name's like, Delonte. No way, that's too obvious. My name's, my name's Delonte West. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a big callback, but, you know, at the same time, you, they never believe it was me, you know. Uh, I, I definitely do see uh, a, uh, you know, finger-pointing battle ensuing. I mean, is it really founded that CP3 is known as the like the title tower? It's kind of strange that the for someone I think a lot of players do appreciate or you, you, it's under He's the head of the players association, yeah, isn't he? It's he's he has to command a certain level of respect. So it's very interesting to see that I think the the, the certain players that he doesn't get along with though are are definitely helping the 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 storyline i mean rajon rondo does more for you know the, the 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 discourse on on cp3 being a bad guy than he does for i guess even his own game i think like like rondo speaks more or exudes more of a hatred for cp3 i i, I wouldn't be surprised Think about the fisticuffs he, man he spat at him he yep. spat at him rondo spat at him so I think that's deserving. Like you, no, I can't respect you if you spit on me in front of everybody else on TV like that. Come on, man. No, we can't do that. We not like no, Rondo. You gotta, you gotta come correct if you're gonna come do things like that. But at the same time, I agree, man. It may not be that big of an uh, a deal in the long run. I just think it's kind of funny. Um, we hope to see a lot more of this shenanigan or antics. I just want to see the drama. It's like Real Housewives. Oh, but, for like, sure. NBA players. I oh, think it's sure. funny. I mean, and then you got the and you got the like the the uh, the drama that yeah. keeps you entertained, and then you get this the random comedic brevity. Oh in yeah. That tense situation with J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith killing it. You know, uh, I watched a I watched Dwight Howard impersonate Skip Bayless. Uh, to the point that uh, Anthony Davis walked by and he, uh, oh, he wasn't impersonating Skip Bayless. He, he was doing his best Shannon Sharp uh, impersonation and, and saying, Skip, let me tell you something, Skip. And uh, to the point that the, uh, LeBron, uh, wild LeBron James and AD appear in the background thinking, oh, is are you talking to Skip Bayless? And it's it's very funny to see, I think, the most human and most just unassuming portion of these athletes i i'm enjoying it because you realize these guys they are just human beings just like i mean regular guys right it's hard to get through at first because you're thinking well like they can't be thinking the same way no they're immortalized million dollar athletes they live on this you know they they're they're cut from a different cloth of course they like joking Having fun like everybody else. Of course. Getting on getting on um, NBA 2K, that's been the biggest thing right now is seeing the 2K tags. Uh, um, you know, on and off the court, LeBron and AD are in, un, inseparable because on the NBA um, My Court or whatever that thing is called, they are, they are tag team in everything. Any pickup game, virtual or otherwise, Moses, you cannot get those two 
um, separated, which means that their 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 chemistry. We cannot we cannot we cannot uh, anticipate anything less than greatness. And if so, who do we blame? Do we blame Corona, Moses? Do we blame the uh, excessive uh, NBA two K that they were doing during the virus? Do you blame the uh, political issues happening or social issues happening? You know what's uh, what? What are we gonna do about this this uh, this year when it comes to sports? Because I think a lot of people are talking seriously more about the asterisks. What does that mean? Oh no, there's no asterisks. You're playing the game. You're playing the game. It, no, I don't care what people say. It's not going to be something that would take away. If you win a chip, you're a champion, pure and simple. It's nothing like for me. I never put that in consideration. I don't. No, because okay. this is unprecedented. No one cheated. Everyone is on the same level playing field. Sure. No one was given a particular advantage. No. Yeah. To unless you want to refer to like teams building momentum as you were getting towards the playoffs. I think yeah. there's some teams could argue that's unfair to us. But at the same time, you got a healthy roster. Very true. Like think about all the look at all those teams that had injuries. Yeah. To key players, and yeah. now they're back. Right. Yeah. They're healthy. They yeah. have an opportunity uh, outside of. Brooklyn, which appears like everybody doesn't want to play. <laughs> I, so half of them don't want to play either. Yeah. So <laughs> when they when they're on the court, they don't. When they're smell. on the court, I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, no, yeah. I just think, I just think, I that's ludicrous to me. I don't think you would have to put an asterisk on any season just because everybody's on the same playing field. We're just playing, you know, a different game, right? A different game. That's sure. all it is. We're we're playing we're playing a. a you know, everyone's got the same deck, you know, the same cards in a deck. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just the rules are going to be a little bit different. They're tweaked. But outside of that, everybody's playing the, the same. No team's given an advantage over somebody else. That's why I'm just like, eh, I, I, I don't buy that. I don't buy that argument at all. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, um, I can't I can't hate you on that. I, I, def- I definitely agree with you to some degree. We're going to have to just accept, obviously, that... It happened. There's nothing outside of the the this year that we can really change. This is it's nature or whatever this is taking its course. So, um, and you know, in ten five year five ten years, no one's really gonna give a shit about who was sick or who wasn't. Where it was in Orlando or this, it's it'll be it'll it'll be mentioned, of course, uh, as a way to catalog. Or, or or as a way to reference, you know, so all the really big NBA, uh, basketball nerds out there will be able to bring that up as a fact in the next 25 years. But for the rest of us, I agree. This is whomever wields or, or hold, lifts the, the, the Larry O'Brien at the end of the season, um, undisputed without a doubt, you know. if In fact, if anything, you can even argue that they've overcome a lot more. Um, in 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 a very very strange and truncated amount of time, you know, where a lot where where in other situations, having the playoffs a lot longer does give you that opportunity to really um, build up to the finals, right, and really build your your mentality up to it. Where this is a very much go go go. Within the first thirty days, you need to be at the um, well, obviously, the last 30 days that they've had, they've needed to be at peak physical condition. And then from August 1st, they need to be 
mentally at the point that they're ready for finals because they are they have what a few weeks before that's that's a reality and i mean it's a do or it's a d day for them everyone wants to get in but yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to see what they have in offer it's going to be a very uh, interesting season when it when it hits but to switch, I want to talk about fans, Moses. And I know we had mentioned something about fans not being able to, to, to attend and, and get that experience because of COVID. Uh, I want to draw your attention to what some people in, um, in a not-so-distant land are doing to combat this. So, oh, sorry, that's the wrong video. Okay. So, over here, sorry, y'all, you'll see that later. So, over here, we got Poland. Um, they are, they are, the, what you're looking at, Moses, is actually um, scaffolding equipment that would normally be used to um, build hotels, commercial buildings, you know, things like that. Uh, even window cleaning, something like that. But in this instance, what do you think they would be using it for, Moses? Absolutely, watching football. Of course, thank you very much. So to evade the COVID monster, but also still be there for their team, they decided, yeah, let's get ourselves involved in. Uh, let's throw down this, this uh, throw down a few of these these booms and uh, give a give a little gander. So that goes out to show how good or how much uh, how much people care about the sport. I was very. I was very amused by it. Um, all, all of the everyone there is literally. I don't. I mean, where do you? Who do you call? My thing is, do they pay for tickets? Do they pay ah. to see this? Or they just brought those and just be like, I want to watch a game for free. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm gonna be doing that everywhere I go yeah, for an outdoor stadium. It's kind of outdoor concerts. This has got to be free, right? At least for at least maybe fifty percent off. Like I'm not in the stadium. I'm not technically on the ground, so I can't. I don't need to pay a price of admittance, right? I I would hope. I would hope that these guys would give the, them the the benefit of the doubt. But yeah. yeah, after that, that was fun. But I wanted to, what I was trying to show everyone, but because of my own incompetence, um, we're getting better. Everybody, this is episode thirteen. You see how good it is already. You see how good it's been. That's the first time I messed up. Right? Think about that from where we were. So, <laughs> come a long way. Come a long way in 13. Think about it. But, everybody, yeah, I got um, we what we also do have is uh, we had stumbled upon this clip, and it was another clip that Moses um, and I got to look at so good. But uh, a parody of the um, Michael Jordan meme, or at least the Michael Jordan Lost Dance. Beautiful. <laughs> And beautifully done um, it, it by this this gentleman. I I guess the 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 YouTube is called Ball. Uh, I'll link. There'll be a link to the Twitter, of course, and where to find the other content. Incredible stuff. Uh, just take a look. Just take a look at that, um, and we'll see what's going on here.
and give him safety. Yeah, I, I didn't know Jerry Crop at the time, but I'm sure he wore Converse. So I, I didn't like Converse. You know, I actually liked Adidas. Um, but I never forget, it was my mom who gave me the best advice about making my decision. She said to me, Michael, you're society with Nike. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was very helpful. You know, Jerry, Jerry Crop like who goes. He was trying to take the money that Jerry was mine. You know, so as far as, far as me and Scotty were concerned, we had two guts. It was my money, and I needed it now. I don't know why that is so mean to me. You never heard single fly. Uh, we wouldn't play on Tuesdays. Jerry Crouch was born on a Tuesday. It was Tuesdays. You know, I don't know. So, I can't play any more than that, but beautifully done um, by this, the team there. Um Definitely got to commend them. Everyone go check out their YouTube and check out more of their content. But yeah, most would you uh, compared to I, I picked it up because compared to the original Lost Dance or the essence of it, what do you, do you think he accurately portrayed it? Oh, it was funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Because uh, I told you, we talked about this too. Like when we started up, uh, restarted, uh, you know, our own little reboot of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, and yeah, early yeah. on during that whole uh, documentary, you bet. We kind yeah. of did uh, our analysis of it. There were times when we talked about, man, Michael Jordan would be like, you know what? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> I woke up, I turned around, my pillow was cold. I was upset. I dropped 50 on the Sonics. To, like, you know, like, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, I talked to the, it's like, uh, I, I walked by and the, you know, you could say, you know, the, 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 the traffic guy said hello to me. Are you Michael Jordan? I said, yes. It pissed me off. Dropped I dropped 60. 50. Yeah, exactly. So it's same thing. He's like, I walked down the street in Los Angeles. Um, all of a sudden I stepped in some gum on my, you know, I had it on my shoe. I dropped 70 on the, you know, Lakers. So like things like that, like that's just his mentality. And they just kind of summed it up my, much nicely. I'm oh, yeah. nicer. And it's so much fun, man. It's oh, so yeah. much fun. Like, I, I think these people are hilarious. They're, they're, uh, some they're of my, terrible. Oh, they're just uh, terrible. Tra- here, Charles, yeah, just terrible. Charles Barr. Ter- just terrible. But it, it's my favorite is this, uh, the glistening Isaiah Thomas. So good. So fucking good. So good. Uh, I, I love the fact that he was just talking about the Jerry Krause clip just before we uh, we started talking. That to me had me keeling over. I can't believe it. I was like, you know, it's like you know, something about Tuesday. It's like Jerry Krause was born on Tuesday. Yeah, so it's fuck Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Michael Jordan might do that. That was like, you know, that's what I was thinking. Smart. I mean, the like, whole that's time. That's believable. That is that's the most, actually believable. <laughs> it was literally fuck Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Krause was born on a Tuesday, and it's like who would go to the not the, the extent to um, to remember that for someone they don't like? I, you know what I mean? Thinking about that, you're like, yeah, you already was, don't like him, but you what was rem- the one of. Yeah, there's more clips in there. I think there's the one with Dan Marley too, which yes. is great. Oh, he's like, yeah, so Dan Marley. People thought he was better player than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know, we cut to like Larry Bird. He's like, not, not true. Not true. Yeah. <laughs> no, not true. No, don't know what he's talking about. It didn't happen. No. So good, but I mean, uh, it goes to show how, for for as as, I guess defining as that that uh, documentary was. I've come to realize now in retrospect that it's just some tomfoolery and a whole bunch of grown kids, you know, 
talking oh, about. Oh, like the, the even the stuff that he holds, the animosity towards oh, players. Like, yeah, he he still I know he he says he doesn't, but he still holds <laughs> something against Isaiah. There's no question about it. He holds something most, against Isaiah. It's the crazy. He holds thing. something against Horace. It's, I don't know. That's just how I see it. Like at the end of the documentary, I don't know how he was wanting to be portrayed. I still think Jordan is amazing. I think it's funny. I, I agree. know people were upset because it was a little Jordan centric and it tried to make him or paint him. Yeah, in a, a good light. picture or the, yeah, exactly. Well, like, he said they would probably paint him in a in a bad light, knowing I how think, much. Of yeah, that was what was interesting about to it. his play. But it's just his competitive nature, and there's yeah. nothing. I don't. I found nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I in my opinion, because it was just how certain people react or certain people are just so driven it's like what we're seeing with the late kobe bryant like we hear everybody praising kobe but you i'll tell you there are probably players who do not stand kobe even players like there's the story about luke walton i think he was like drunk when he went to practice so kobe's like i got him and just made him work so hard he yeah so so you know there's 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 those type of guys who have a certain mentality it's like hey we come here we have a job to do we're not just here to make the playoffs we're not just here to kind of get to a conference semifinal. we're here to win the damn thing and if you're not going to Put in the work I am, I'm going to make you work. He's not expecting you to drop 30, but he's expecting you to put in some effort. Yeah. And that's what Michael Jordan was. And that's how he kind of played it. That's how he played. And that's how the, the documentary came out. But it's still funny as hell to hear some of the stuff of how he'll motivate himself. You know, I'll drop, it's like some kid stepped on a shoe, you know, so that then he dropped I, 60 on, then the, I had to drop, you know, on the Sixers or something. Had to drop 60 on them, you know, just yeah. regular, regular stuff. And then yeah. I saw him. <laughs> and then I dropped 60 on them. Yeah. Yeah. No, incredible. Incredible prowess. Yeah. The bellman or the bellhop said good day. And then <laughs> I just set him up. Just set him up to fail. 45 I, in the first half. Yeah, I had to give him 45 in the first half. Otherwise, it wouldn't have made any sense in my head. Yeah. So I saw him. He's, and then he yeah. looked the other way when I was looking at him. And then I said, I'm going to drop 60. Drop. <laughs> To actively have that, to to have that conversation with oneself, be like yeah. that's that's what I'm doing. That's to I'm be slighted 60. when no one slighted you at all. No, not 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 one. Not yeah. Nine soul, sir. Nine soul. <laughs> that's why he's the goat. You. Oh, that's why he's the goat. That is why he's the goat. But yeah, um, that was. I would have. I did have a few other clips, but uh, for fear of messing up, y'all, I'm not gonna post them up. And I will just float them on in, in post-production. But we also did have a uh, video of Tariq Hill uh, from the Kansas City. And he was out and about with, uh, I guess I'm going to say his name wrong, Terrell, Tyrell, Terrell, 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 I think that's how he likes it pronounced or something. I'm not too sure. He's a uh, Texas. Just say it fast. Where you just said almost. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. fast is an understatement. This video, this man is moving. So they were doing their 40-yard dashes, and Trell is what? He is in his 40s, is he not? Probably late 40s. Late 40s. Runs, Looks like he's in very good condition. Runs like the combine is next week. Like, he's going, like, he he's running like he may, he thinks he might be undrafted. Like, he's running for a spot. On the, on the, you know, he's, he's running. been doing that for a long time. I don't think he's even retired yet. I technically retired. Okay, so here's the well, thing. Well, he made the Hall of Fame, but he hasn't officially, like, said, I'm out. Yeah, that's why he was able to go to, uh, he's coming north of the border 
to try it out with us us plebeians, but it turns out we don't play uh, football at the high enough level for him, so I think that was out of the question. But I think he could make a... It made me wonder, I mean, is is it worth it for him to make a comeback to an actual NFL team? And do you, do you think he's got... Do you think it's worth it? Do you think it would be worth, worth the who's buy? Gonna, who's going to take a shot on a guy who's in his 50s? Unless you're Adam Vinatieri, forget it. And that's... <laughs> You got and Adam Vinatieri, for those who don't know, is a kicker for the Indianapolis yeah, Colts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been around since Brady's first Super Bowl. <laughs> what, any... Uh, he yeah. won him his first two Cat, Super yeah, Bowls, yeah, as a matter yeah. of fact. Or two of the... No, three of the... Two of the first took, three. He took over from uh, Pat McAfee, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> who who blazed his own trail elsewhere. Yeah, he, he was a better comedian. Yeah, no, but the, was like, the thing is... Um, Pat McAfee could actually like tackle. Like he looked yeah. like he, he did not look like he was no. Not he was a big guy, like a punter. Yeah. He was a big guy. He was a big guy for sure, for sure. So like I credit where credit is due for sure. But you know he's on his own. He's on his own horse now. You know, um, and uh, you know what, Moses. One day we will be too. Forty six, and then we He'll shall be turning forty seven in December. Trell? Yeah. My goodness. My Dude's goodness. in amazing condition. I think he looks man. He's in better condition than some twenty-year-olds out there. Uh, incredible conditioning, uh, and it, and I I just wanted to, and that's why I was asking because of the fact that I I I understand what you mean that it would be difficult for him in in his position because of what he has to contribute to the like, game. What do you what do you expect? Like, what is he going to do? He's been out of the league for how many years? Whereas you can probably get a kid that is coming out of school, and you could pay him significantly less. So I just say that because of the fact that um, we have now this idea that if if given the, the, the time and you have the technology afforded to you, you can extend your career. I mean, we're watching Tom Brady do things that we would never think someone in their mid-30s could still do. Let he also has someone. a witch for a wife. Okay, and I'm not saying I'm not being disrespectful <laughs> oh, by calling her that. I, she calls herself that. This is like a, I, ba- and I mean Moses like an actual, like I mean like an actual, like she says she's she refers to herself as a witch. Uh, she made it like tongue Moses cheek, but will never she, let this she, go. He's standing saying, by. Now it. we know the secret. Now we know the secret. It's some voodoo hoodoo stuff. Like voodoo I'm hoodoo just stuff. You heard it here Watch first, this. folks. Yeah. Moses Waldo believes uh, Tom Brady's wife. A Brazilian goddess. She ain't even said so. Oh boy. <laughs> I saw some like third rate part. That's like on CBS, like CBS Sports. <laughs> wrote an article on, on this. CBS Sports all the time. Moses, come on, man. It was an article that was written. <laughs> Tom Brady even confirmed it. Listen, they this like is not have... a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Listen, we like to have fun. She said this Fox stuff Fox. to him. She makes him do some weird stuff so that she? he can win a game. Okay, yeah, she listen. Told... Brazil's a crazy place, man. You gotta, you gotta understand. Brazil's a crazy place. All right, there's, there's stuff, there's stuff happening in the background that you can't, you know. Smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. I like to look at it from from a distance and maybe not too closely, but uh, you know, whatever wins, whatever, whatever that. If that's in the TB12 regiment, you know, go for it, man. I see, I see nothing wrong with that. 
Keep she on. She said on. herself. I okay. Go oh, good. He's on it now, she ladies is, and gentlemen. I'm not. <laughs> he won't let it go. It's because <laughs> you're not believing me. That's why. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you're you're not giving me too many options here, Moses. But um, no, you I. You are not <laughs> believing me. That is the problem. You are not <laughs> believing me, sir. Believe hey, me now. Hey. Hey. I'll I'll give it a chance. I'm gonna do my own research. It's the most. It's the only way I can get it around this. I, just type in Giselle, Giselle Brady, witch. You'll you know, find it all. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure. She even said she wasn't. Gonna, he wasn't going to win the the uh, Super Bowl when they took on the Eagles. She said, said it's just not she, work out she, she said that. Yeah, and she told them that they were going to win the game against Atlanta when you know. And looking at twenty eight three, he's like. This girl's tripping, and sure oh. enough, they came back to win it. So, so she said, "No, you're, they would win that one." But when she when he asked her, it's like, "Are we going to win the Super Bowl when it was against the Eagles?" And she said, "No, babe." <gasps> she did say that. Legit, it's in the article. And she Read doesn't it, Google and it. She, people and, who are listening, and, and she same. doesn't have Watching, she's, she's on no fantasy leagues, huh? <laughs> she's on. <laughs> She's on no fantasy league. It's the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Fantasy fantasy football is over. Okay, it's all good. I'm I'm just saying because she the best way to get some reports on on players is is you know you get you get on those fantasy league. I'm uh, sure she's got her insiders. She oh, yeah. used to be a Victoria's Secret angel, of like course. the model. Ask the other. Know, that, uh, the other. Whatever uh, they call themselves. The other NFL witches. Is that what is that what we're doing now? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh gosh. Maybe. The NFL occult, okay, and that's <laughs> that's a new segment that we should actually do. We should like look into the deep. Jay Z's there. We all know. Oh, about for that. sure, he's got to be the Illuminati. There. <laughs> I'm sorry. What you want me to do about it? <laughs> Hova, Hope, young Hove. Yeah, young Hove, this, right? yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah, this is some craziness. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, they're all. See, he's he's part of the NFL now. Yeah, it's, Ooh, it's he all is. Good. He is. It's all copacetic mm-hmm. now. Now everyone mm-hmm. gets to. We all get to enjoy, or or he gets to enjoy the fruits of whatever the Illuminati have, and I guess Tom Brady also. I don't know. We're going down a dark hole. Thank God. We are not on uh, MTV. But Otherwise, all the stuff be... we said, whatever. But the part <laughs> where they talk about Giselle being a witch is true. It's facts. Look it up. Giselle is a witch. All right, you heard it here. Second, third, fourth, fifth, um, and sixth. But also, outside of that, Moses, do you believe with current technology? <laughs> that People and witchcraft are, uh, and witchcraft, sure, sure. <laughs> Players are able to, you know, lengthen their their uh, their playing careers even in the NFL, and that's saying a lot because this is a very physical sport. Absolutely, oh, and, it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, like, are you put? Are you enhancing your body in a way where it's some kind of drug that makes you, you know, perfectus to? getting injuries mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. like right or it's, it's not steroids here where no. we, or human growth hormone where they've you know mm. cut that out of the game mm. um no but i mean like are there certain things that are on the line sure i think we're ever evolving as a as a science and as athletes and they're looking for any competitive edge when for it sure. comes to those was that uh those <clears throat> chambers that you yeah. see players that are in nowadays right yeah 
the uh, uh, to how they like their their own version cryo of like chambers cryo, that they yeah. have, and then it it uh, it f- freezes the uh, or reduces inflammation in your joints and your muscles, and then speeds up recovery. Basically, just um, preventing you from having to have your lull, so that way you you recover quicker and then you can get back to peak performance mm. at a lot quicker. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's, you know what? As long as it's like within the rules, I don't think it's an issue. I yeah, don't think we should be sure. bugging people. It's like same people who talked about the steroid era in baseball. Yeah, there's always this taboo thing about steroids, but were they illegal? I mean, listen, no one like, was watching. There's certain drugs that were not, <laughs> that were being taken rampantly by Major League Baseball players. No. It's not their fault. Major League Baseball knew about it from the beginning. And they, they didn't care in. because they knew they put butts in the seats and money in their pockets. You bet. So for me, no. I don't I, if it's something that your league says we're banning, it's illegal, then you cannot use it. But other than that, you can be fine. And as far as I'm concerned, finding ways to lengthen your career, being smart, the NBA and thanks to Greg Popovich created a thing called load management. So now players aren't playing as many games as they do in the regular created season. created load management. Let's be perfectly yeah. honest. There was, I it love was, the fact that... It was more so... The, I love the fact that he used... What's his face? Um... Tim Duncan, and the reason why he was out of the lineup was because he was old. Like, it literally said, like, the injury status, old. Yeah, old. Yeah, cannot do it. He's, you know, he's just too, he can't function. Guys, his knees. <laughs> the NBA had to be like, okay, I guess. But I think at his, at for him, though, Tim Duncan's load management idea is to load manage those who are up there in age versus... We're talking prime time candidates here. That's a different, it's a different story. Um, like Kawhi. Yeah, of course. But the difference is he was coming off an injury, so that was the excuse. Yeah. Oh, ooh, excuse. Uh, you know, I mean, tell no, me. I'm how saying you the reasoning feel. behind it. You might say it's just an excuse. <laughs> you tell me the fans who uh, bought tickets to games to see him and he didn't show up and he sat down because of load management. Hey, and I don't, about well, you know, guy, if you're a Raptors, the, if you're talking about the Raptors, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I'm not worried. So it's I am all good. not worried at all. You were like load management the heck out <laughs> I, of anybody that's going to help I us said, win a championship. We would listen. A part, don't don't you ever get it twisted. A part of the 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 package to get him to stay was saying you won't even need to suit up for like the first two months. <laughs> like, don't even suit up. Don't Go even on suit up. Go on vacation. Because we got you, my guy. We same squad, same squad. Notice how no one even realizes Danny Green was on that team too. Danny, who? Come on, he, man. He had one good playoff game. He had one good game. In the period. Finals. This guy was just shooting bricks. I can't believe the Lakers gave him a, a roster spot. It just it boggles the mind because I think you could do way you could have done way better. Like, of course, he's coming off of a uh, a championship win. Well, well, I was gonna say LeBron would know because Denny Green torched him when he was with San Antonio. Yeah, but that was a different. That's a different like San Antonio. That's a different Danny Green. That's a Danny Green in a Popovich system, and that's a Danny Green. Well, Danny just- Green didn't. Danny Green didn't like all of a sudden become crap all of a sudden like all of a sudden yeah he didn't have the greatest of playoffs no he didn't have, he didn't have the greatest of finals he did have that one stretch where he had like five threes or six threes that of course the Raptors I think it was game two yeah of the, of the NBA finals last fall or last summer he did oh, he did have he did have a Time stretch where he he did take over the game and and uh, 
pull things back. But it's just the inconsistency yeah. of it all that it was just that it would take that position and that moment, and it's it's sort of it was a good riddance to not so great news to have him um, off our books. To be perfectly honest, compared to you know, of course, Kawhi being gone, but regardless, these load management things uh, or 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 theories or, or programs, I agree, are definitely going to make a huge contribution moving forward. Um, I don't know. I don't even think it's going to limit. It's it's not. It won't be limited to to just um, the the older players now or the injured. I think even younger players are now going to get that exemption or that take advantage of it because you're looking at. I'm I'm what I per, perceive to happen is that it may not be something that is an out and out um, tool that coaches are going to use. But they will use it on young players post major injury, just like Kawhi. So Victor Oladipo is a player who first comes to mind. You know, maybe even if they had done that to Gordon Hayward, get Gordon Hayward's uh, return may have been fairly different. You know, you do that to a few other players as they come back. Um, you do you do strict load management to the level that they did it to Kawhi, and in, instead you end up elongating to a certain degree because thinking about it his uh ability to play through allowed them to strengthen him as the season went through and he could take on longer game he could take on a longer amount of games um a, a, a greater amount of games um than had he just tried to work it out without giving himself ample rest you know coming back too early and registering as fully um, ready to go, which is what they would put you as, you know. You're if you're recovered, you're set to go, and the coach can use you appropriately. But if you're a franchise player or you're a star player, get ready for minimum twenty five to thirty minutes a game, right? And that's a, that's harsh on a comeback for any player. But if you can stretch that out and you maintain that for the rest of the season, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, and I think that's going to help a lot for keeping careers move a lot longer. I'm pretty sure LeBron's been doing something of that sort um, as well, because they were saying that groin injury previously that last season was bad, but not bad enough to keep him out. And, Mm. you know, he could have actually come in, played a few more games, but rather stay out to just heal. Same thing with KD. A lot of this is now this new idea that load management may be the future, and I think I'm excited for it because if that if that's something that um, elongates careers, I get myself and a lot more fans get a lot more time with a lot of these uh, superstars and get to see. Yeah, but if you're a fan, it's gonna be paying you know <clears throat> thousands of or hundreds of dollars for tickets, mm-hmm. and the guy you're supposed to see is not in the lineup because of load management. That is where the NBA has to draw the line because fans are like, why do I want to go when I know if I'm not in a certain environment or we're playing OKC? Chances are they're probably going to do some Lloyd management stuff here. (laughs) So what's the point of me paying for a ticket to watch LeBron or watch an elite star like a a Zion or, you know, um, know, it'd be uh, I'm thinking of Luka Doncic or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like just finding a young superstar talent and we're giving these guys permission. If they're 
are all of a sudden veterans in the game, right? Taking the torch. And they've been in the league for like five, six, seven, nearly ten years. And all of a sudden they're cool with load management. Like, no, I'm not. I, I think it's it's a disservice to the fans. I think you can try to have some kind of medium. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in terms of uh, coming up with a schedule to give players more rest days, um, if you could fit that with an 82-game schedule. But I personally think, because I think there's teams that are playing like three games and four nights, and those things are killer. Yeah. So, you know, I think yeah. I'm sure they could probably find like if you play back to backs every once in a while, I think that's fine. I think it's just one of those things that, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Lloyd, uh, Low, Lloyd management. management, Lloyd management, Lloyd no. management, Lloyd Minster yeah. management, load management, yeah, Lloyd Minster management, yeah. load management. management. I think is the biggest yeah. thing. That's that to me. I'm like, no, I just don't. I don't like that at all. I think if a guy's hurt, then you know what? That's how the that's how the chips fall. Yeah. But if a player is just being put out because they're like, nah, we want to give him a few rest days. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't buy it. Especially if you're a person that's paying, you know, good money to go watch these guys do their thing, mm-hmm. and that's what you get. I get a I demand a refund. <laughs> you demand a refund. I mean, maybe if they had a system where they say, you know, you're at Ticketmaster, you're about to check out. Ticketmaster just gives you a little indication there. Hey, man, I know you love basketball, but you're about to watch a Lakers. You're about to buy a ticket for Lakers versus Phoenix in um, in February. I mean, not in February. Oh, not in February. Sorry. September. Oct- October, maybe? Uh, September. And I mean, and it's a Wednesday. And it's not a nationally televised match. So do you know? You know. You know what I mean? Like, again, this is a hey. This hey, is not just a good driven hey. league. It's all Come about on. advertising. But butts and seats. Come butts on, and seats, Moses. Man. Butts and seats. Listen, they're the ones. These hey. are the people that are important. They're the why, They're the reason why these people are getting big salaries. Hey, hey, I want to see LeBron too. <laughs> That's what Ticketmaster should say. Hey, man, I want to see the king as much as you do. I want to see the king versus Devin Book. I'm totally here for it. But this is a Wednesday night, Wednesday night game. Doesn't even look like he, uh, he got on the plane. <laughs> With the team, at least. <laughs> might not show up. Might, but might not show up. So just temper your expectations. If if yeah. those were cheaper tickets, Moses, would you get them though? If if they could, when the risk is there, if they could, if they would say, if they had a thing where they said, okay, um, if the highest paid player um, is likely to be out for the sit out for the this game, um, yeah. they have an option for. Um, Dud game, so knock off like fifteen percent, um, but then you only like it's a fifteen percent uh drop, but then you only get to sit at the top shelf, top level, so you get the worst seats, but you get them for a cheaper price than you would regularly. So you're like, I'm still watching a game. I'm not paying as much. Um, the seats aren't great, but at least I get to watch. But 
you know, first 30 minutes, you can, you can upgrade them on your phone. If LeBron James walks out and he's like, I'm ready to play. But the problem is if that was just a finesse, you know, because a lot of the times these guys will suit up, shoot around, get ready to go. And next thing you know, they go into the change rooms, get dressed, and they're like wearing like St. Laurent jerseys and shit like that. And you're like, wait, 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 hold up. I thought I saw you. Didn't you have your kicks on? He's got his gold chain on. He's, you know, he's sitting down with the boys, plaid pants. You're like, fuck. Load management. They got me. They got me. I thought I thought we were ready, but yeah, I, I look I look forward to seeing what they have in the future for this. I think load load management or Lloyd management is definitely going to help a lot of sports and extend them. You know, I want to see I want to see the first forty year old pro athlete like champion. Not that's not golf. You know, that's the biggest problem. It's that it's all the Tom sports Bray. that you know you don't need like. You know, Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Besides Tom Brady, he's an anomaly. <laughs> and of course, like you'd said, he's, I don't know, the, you know, the dark Lord of the underworld is apparently fueling his dreams. So that's a different story onto its own. So I need, you need to give me someone else is what I'm saying. If, if apparently this guy is not the best guy. Um, but other than that, uh, is there anything else, Moses, that you wanted to, to uh, touch on? No, it should be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited to see how sports is kind of rolling along here as we start getting back into it. I know um, we're uh, slowly uh, getting into that stage where the NBA players just arrived. Um, hockey players will be doing the same thing Sunday as they get into their hub cities and uh, enjoy, well, I'm going to say enjoy the bubble. Uh, that will be uh, their home for, you know, two to three months. So it'll be fun to see how these guys will adapt in an environment like that. And with no fans. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's going to be very, this is an interesting experiment that we have going on. And mm-hmm. it's only going to be a once in a lifetime thing. So for fans, enjoy it. Because we're going to see, you know, wall to wall coverage of sports uh, for the next couple of months now. For sure. For sure. Like it's going to be crazy. Um, I, I'm excited for it. So I, no complaints here. Um, it's going to be, we're, we're hoping to see a lot more as the, the, the year ends. You know, I would have really loved to see, see the Olympics, but I guess we'll just have to wait for that. Huh? 2021. 2021. And then we have the world cup 2022. Uh, and then what else do we got coming on? I mean, oh, do you have the Olympics? Oh, wait, I just realized y'all Ballon d'Or got canceled. I just I just remembered that. That's the, the devastating, but also not devastating because none of the Cuz it was going like, to go to either Ronaldo or Messi. Uh, debatable, debatable. So the the controversy they found a way. The controversy right now and it's and it's just a it's what they're calling, you know, the, the, uh, uh, a divorce to bring about, about an, another world war. Uh, because it involves, you know, Bayern Munich and their frustration with having their star player Lewandowski, Lewandowski, robbed of his opportunity, you know, who, where he was in serious contention this year. I mean, he had been over the last five, six years, but now... You know, it was undeniably, um, you had to include him in the top five, at least shortlist 
for um, best players of this of the world in the world. Uh, but due to League One, the French league, just deciding that they were gonna they were gonna close off their their league early. Um, you you know FIFA decided you know a major league that has major players because remember FIFA is also trying to put put some uh, some coin in their back pocket and if you know you have Kylian Mbappe and Neymar for PSG who technically would not qualify for Ballon d'Or why would it make sense to have the Ballon d'Or you know um, ceremony take place that is your those are your that those are those are future. Um, I you could you could even say Hall of Famers or future Ballon d'Or recipients. Would you not agree with that? I would. I personally believe one of those two is going to to win it. Definitely. Oh, without Mbappe. a doubt. Um, so it's heated a lot. So you know Germany back at at France's throat for doing something, and um, hopefully they don't kill each other. But yeah, Bayern Munich is not happy. Lewandowski's not happy. Um, and a lot, I'm also kind of sad, I, but also not so sad because Messi doesn't win it this year. And, uh, Messi not winning a Ballon d'Or another year is a win for me. So everyone, I hope everyone's had a good episode or a good time listening and hearing this. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Moses, it's been a pleasure, um, speaking with you for another week. We hope to see you guys next week as well. Um, Moses, is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, I'm good. Moses is good. Uh, of course, we're going to have a great rest of our week. And of course, everybody, don't forget that Paul Pierce ain't shit. And I hope you guys all have a good week. Bye-bye. Boo. Boo. <laughs>